Well, hello, everybody. How are we doing? How are we today? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? It's all right. You know, everything is okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, it's been a really gloomy day here in Charleston, South Carolina. The day is January 31st, 2023. It's a new year, people. New year, same me. Same me. We're under no delusions here. Nothing's changing here. Well, hopefully some things change for the better, but anyway. Um, yeah, what's going on? You having a good time so far? The month is coming to a close. It's time to uh, time to get ready for February. You know, February, you got, what are you having there, Valentine's Day? You got President's Day, I believe, is in February. I could be wrong about that. I guess that's it. I think those are the only two holidays. But, uh, yeah, there you go, February. Why is it that February only has 28 days? I know there's a reason for it, but why do you think that is? Why, why did they decide to do it that way? Yeah, you get 30, you get 31, and then this one here, 28, or sometimes 29. And you have people that are born on the leap year, and then it's like, well, you know. What happens then? You know, you could be, I don't know, you could be, you could be 28 years old, you'd be seven, technically. Not actually, you'd have seven birthdays and be 28 years old. But I digress. I digress. Um, yeah, so what else is going on, people? You having a good time? I tell you, the weather here sucks. I don't know what's going on. It's been raining, hurricane, and monsooning. Nothing. It's just been gray and dismal, and I don't like it. I told you about this. I don't like it when it's all gray and dark and foreboding. I don't like it at all. It makes me want to go home and just cry. But not actually. I, I, you know, not actually. It's just we like hyperbole on this show, you know, because it gets people talking. When you're hyperbolic, it it, it increases the interest of what you're saying. So I say. I can't say it makes me want to go home and, you know, not look outside. I say hey, it makes you want to go home and makes you want to cry. But anyway, I'm all sniffly today. I don't know what's going on. Weather changes. They'll do it to you. I'm sorry in advance for my sniffling. I'll try to edit it out as much as I can, but we'll see what happens, okay? Might be too, might be too much of a job for me. So anyway, um, so a couple... Was that last weekend? Was that was that um was that two weekends? Two weekends ago, I went to uh I went to Columbia, South Carolina. They call it the city of dreams. Ironically, and um, I went to Columbia, South Carolina, and uh, I had a good time. You know, that's where my college was, University of South Carolina. It was in Columbia, which is the capital. Um, Yes, 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 yes. So people like to, you know, Columbia, I think it's fine. But some people like to, they like to make a joke. They say, oh, it's like Paris. It's the city of dreams. It's like, uh, yeah, whatever you say. Um, anywho, I went up there because I had some business to attend to. I had a business obligation. Yes, this is very important. Secret, high secret society stuff here that I was doing. I was actually, I had a show 
of a pop-up show for my soup business at a restaurant. And the restaurant is was fabulous. It was Ambrosia Taverna, owned by uh, some friends of mine. And uh, if you're in the Columbia area, you must go check it out. They had It's good, authentic Greek food. This is how they make it on the islands and in Greece. This is how they do it. This is the real stuff. It's not, you know, it's not you going and, you know, you go there, down to your place and they say, would you like a gyro? That's not what you're doing here. This is real stuff. They got octopus. They have, they have lavraki, the sea bass. They have all kinds of lamb, all kinds of uh, fish, all kinds of, you know, spreads, uh, taramasalata and, uh, and all kinds of stuff. So go there and, and it'll be good. Okay. It's brand new. Go check them out. So there's my advert for them. I should charge them. Um, no, no, but they were gracious enough to let me host a show up there. You know, I had, I had my equipment, I had my supplies, my mannequins, and uh, yeah, I had a few people come in. It was a good show, so I was happy for that. I was wearing my suit, had all the fabric set out, nice for people. They come in, you know, they grab a drink, they sit down, they order a meal, and while they're waiting, they get measured for a suit. That's the idea, and it was it went well. Um, yeah, yeah. So on the way up there, I was driving. It's about, I want to say, an hour and forty-five minutes to, you know, give or take, depending on how fast you go. You might be able to get there in ninety minutes, but that would be quite, quite the feat. It's like a hundred miles, basically. Um, anywho, so I was driving up there, and I'm driving, and I'm driving, I'm driving. I just see smoke on the horizon. And I said, "Well, that's odd." I said, "I hope you know it's not a wreck or something awful happening." And, and when I'm driving, and I'm on the wonderful, wonderful I-26, this beautiful expressway we have here in South Carolina, and I believe it runs through North Carolina all the way to Tennessee. Yes, I-26, and it's it's where my dreams go to die. But anyway, um, I'm driving up the you know the Golden Highway, and I I see the smoke, and I say, well, that's odd. I mean, what you know? I, God forbid it's a it's a wreck or somebody's hurt or what. I mean, I'm driving up, I get closer and closer, and there's no wreck. There's no even evidence of a wreck. It's just fire in the median. The grass, you know, in between the, you know, going one way or the other way, the median, it, it was just on fire. And I don't, I don't know how it started. It wasn't raining and storming. I, I was like, did it get struck by lightning or something? Like, how did this fire start? It just spontaneously, spontaneously combust, I suppose, is what happened. And it's just burning there. I, I could hear the fire trucks they were coming. So th- somebody's told them, but it's like, man, I mean, what, what caused that? It's kind of a perfect, you know, allegory, I think, for the road system in South Carolina. Um, but not to get political here. Uh, anyway, moving on. So, yeah, I drove up there. I, I got there about, I probably had an hour before the show. I checked into my hotel. I stayed at the Sheridan on Main Street. It was an old bank. It's an old bank building, you know, kind of Art Deco style, which I like Art Deco. And uh, yeah, and I go in there and there's, you know, it's a it's a pretty cool building. It was an old bank. The the old vault is there and it's open. It's like gigantic, like like almost from a movie, like one of those movie vaults with the big doors. And they actually made it into a little bar. So it has a cool place to stay. Anyway, I check in. And I tell the woman my name, and she says, all right, there you go, there you go. All right, you're going to be in 1204. 
I said, 12.04. She said, yeah, 12.04. I said, do you know that that was the time I was born? And she said, really? I said, yes, indeed. She's like, well, I guess 12 is your lucky number. I said, yes, it is, you know, because my birthday is 12.12. I was born on 12.04. And four is, you know, a multiple. Why do you say that? You know, you get four, four times three is 12, right? So that fits into that. And then... My address when I was a baby, it, the numbers were 12, 12. So, yeah, I guess I like 12. 12 is a good number, I think. Number 12. Um, yeah, so I go in there. I, I drop my bags. I get changed. I throw on my soup. It's this, uh, this burgundy. Not, how do you say burgundy? I wouldn't say burgundy. It's like it's kind of reddish, burgundy-ish. I don't know. I, you know, I, I told you I'm not good with the colors. Um has blue window pane on it, and it's a hit. People love this suit. I, I've only worn it a few times. I just got it, and people love it. So I put that on. I go down there, and yeah, I had my show. It was great. I had some friends stop by, say hello. You know, it's a, it's an easy thing to set up. I mean, it'll take you 10 minutes. You just got to put out the fabrics and your computer and a mannequin, and boom, 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 you're done. Yeah, so after the show, I pack up my stuff and uh, sit down, have a meal. I had octopus. I had... They had a trio dip. I had that. And I had a, a fish, the Rocky whole fish, which is wonderful. It's like a Bronzino sea bass. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was, you know, they charge you. I mean, the Bronzino was a good price. And, you know, in New York, they charge you $60 for it, $70 for it. And this was a uh, very good value. So yeah, it's good. The Rocky makes my soul happy. So yeah, and then I hung up up there. They have an upstairs that they use for. They plan on using it for events, but they had a DJ up there in a bar. And, uh, you know, you hear him, he's going off. Anyway, they had the DJ up there in a bar and, you know, games and stuff. It was it was nice. It was a good, I I hope it takes off. I really do. And so if you're in Columbia, go go support them. They've been doing well. It's good food. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I basically I hung out up there and then I walked back to my hotel. It was all right there on the same street, you know, easy, easy. Anyway, the next day I uh, I get up and I, it's it's miserable. Actually, this is how I woke up. I was I was dreaming. I was having a dream, and uh, what was I saying? I was dreaming, and they were reporting something was on the. I, I had the TV on, and I fell asleep, and and somehow I got on the news or something. I I really don't watch the news. I don't even know how that happened, but anyway, it goes on there, and I'm. I'm just dreaming, and this reporter's talking to me in the dream. They're like, they are accusing me of something. It's like, well, what what happened? What, what was the date of the incident? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, well, where were you when when this happened? I was like, oh, and I woke up, and it was the news. It was talking to somebody about something. I don't know. I, I just, I, I was disgusted, and I, by that point, it was you know morning, and so I just woke up. But anyway, and then it was really raining hard. I mean, really bad. So I was determined to stay in the room as long as I could, but I did want to, I did want to get my car. So what I did was I woke up and I went downstairs, right? And I didn't dress for the weather. I, I brought a sweater and I had my suit, but no jacket. I was an idiot. I didn't even think that it was going to be cold because it's been nice. But anyway, I, I, I put on my, you know, what I have and I go down there and it's, it's just pouring rain and it's wet and it's probably I don't know, maybe half a mile walk. I mean, it's not far, but, you know, when you add in the cold and the rain, it's a little far. 
And so I was, uh, I walk up to the front desk, you know, I know I said, Hey, uh, you have an umbrella I could borrow, but you know, by, by chance, sir, you know, I know some hotels, if it's raining, you can use the umbrella and then, you know, and that, that's it. You know, you bring it back or whatever. He's like, well, I don't know if we do that, but I mean, let me go check. I said, okay. Anyway, he comes back and he has an umbrella and it's, you know, it's not anything special, but it'll do the job. I'm just going right there. You practically see my car. And I said, oh, thank you, thank you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, uh, give me your driver's license. I'm like, really? You think I'm going to steal this crappy umbrella? I am an umbrella connoisseur, and I have no need for your $11 umbrella, okay? But I said, you know what? I didn't say anything. I said, you know what? That's fine. Here's my driver's license, and your as for your umbrella, I have a few ideas of what you could do with that. But anyway... So I go out and get my car, come back, and I say, hey, I told you I'd be right back. And I gave it back the umbrella. That was it. Um, and I stayed up in the room. You know, the checkout wasn't until noon, and I was determined to get you know, every minute out of it. I paid. I had a good rate, but I still pay, you know. And uh, now I'm on the room. I'm doing some stuff on my computer, and and I see a, I see a commercial for Disney World. And, uh, you know, Disney World has uh, – I've been there a lot. I've been there quite a few times, so. I don't even want to guess how many times I've been there. And, and you know, they're, they're so funny now. They they basically, they use COVID as an excuse to, like, downsize everything and, you know, to give away as little as little as possible. And, uh, you know, they I think they, they stopped letting hotel guests into the park early. They stopped letting them stay after close. They, you know, they got to, you have to pay for a fast pass now. And it's uh, it's just interesting. You know, it doesn't stop. I would still go, but, you know, it's not the same as it was. And, you know, I watched this commercial and it says, Disney, you, now you get, and no, no, what did they, how did they phrase it? They said, when you stay at Disney, you get complimentary rides to the park. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad when I drop $2,000, you can hurt me onto a bus that hasn't been replaced since 1985. I'm glad. Thank you so much for that. It's like, now that's a plus. That's a, that's a given. The monorail and the buses and the boats. It's like, oh, so what is that? What do you tell me? Is that in one in the future you're going to start charging people to hop on that bus? Listen to that same robotic voice tell you, please stand clear of the doors. And he says in Spanish, and I, I don't know how to say that. Um, it's like really complimentary transportation. Okay, I see how it is. Bunch of cheapskates over there in that company. You know, they're worth I don't know how much over billions of dollars. You know. And, but, but hey, you know, you can't go into the park early and you have to wait in line for five hours, but we'll give you a free ride, you know, because it's so far. Anyway, oh, Disney. Yeah, that's why they asked their, uh, I guess that's why they asked their CEO when they got, what was that guy's name? Bob Chapek? Chapek. And they got Bob Iger back. Bob and Bob. Um. Anyway, I'm sitting there in the room. And that was over. And I had, I don't know what I had on. It was like Seinfeld or something. I just had something on for noise. And uh, anyway, then I get my receipt for the hotel. I was like, oh, this is my bill. Let's check it out. And uh, I'm looking at the taxes, right? Because this is what I do. This is my analytical brain here. I see state tax. Makes sense. Tourism tax. I said, that's a little, whatever. I'm not a tourist. I live here. But I understand where you're coming from, you know. Tourism is 
our main industry. It's our bread and butter. So, yeah, I understand why there might be a tax on that. And then I get down there and it says occupancy tax. I'm like, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going to charge me tourism tax, which is the art of visiting places. And you're going to charge me occupancy tax. Like, what does that even mean? I understand. I know what it means. It means, you know, you're in a hotel. Okay, why don't you just call it that? Why do you have to call it occupancy tax? As in, my presence there is going to, you know, it, it costs them money to have me there. Like, my occupying a space is costing people money. Why can't I just exist? Everything I do costs me money. But, simmer down here. Um it's like, it's like, can I just, you know, occupancy tax, just call it something else. I don't want to feel like, like me existing is like a burden on the state. So if you would just please call it hotel tax or whatever you want to call it, I'm not costing you money by occupying a space that would otherwise not be used. So call it something else. You know, whoever makes these decisions to tax people, is that the IRS? Call it something else. Now they're going to whack me. Um. Anyway, and then I see tax other and I'm like, okay, other why can't you be more specific? What is that going to? What is that going to tax other? What, you know, what senators tripped to Bermuda and my funding here? But I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, forgive me. I'll have to edit that out later. Not, nah, um, yeah, tax other. Okay, thank you. Um, anyway, so yeah, that kind of miffed me. You know, I understand. I understand what they're for, except for tax other. But the the wording of the occupancy tax is a little insulting. Okay, that's just what I have to say. Everything I do costs me money, even breathing. I'm just breathing my money away. Occupancy tax. But anyway, um, yeah. And so I'm checking the weather right to see if it's ever going to let up raining. No, there's no end to it. It's a disaster. And I pull up the weather. TheWeatherChannel.com, my, my best friend, turned sworn enemy because they wanted me to pay to remove ads from the freaking Weather Channel. It's like, you don't own the weather. The weather is determined by God. So what is it you get to charge me to check it? I guess I just could go outside. That was in the Berenstein Bears. The, they, they took away the TV, and Papa Bear, he says, uh, how am I going to check the weather? And Mama Bear opens up the window. She says, it's called looking outside. And you stick your hand out there to see if it's raining. See, the life lessons of the Berenstein Bears are imprinted onto my brain. Um, I digress. Anyway, so I pull up the weather, and it says, yes, here's the weather for, I can't even say this, and some person's going to live in this town that's going to berate me, but I don't care. It, they said, here's your weather. And it pulled up McClemmersville, Tennessee. McClemmersville, Tennessee. Now, I used to be worried about people tracking me and stuff and uh, knowing my location. But the closest that they can get is McClemmersville, Tennessee, which I've never heard of, by the way. And I'm sure there will be one listener that's going to get mad and say, well, that's my hometown. We had the battle of blah, 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 and, you know, the Revolutionary War. It's like, okay, whatever, just, you know, McClemmersville. If, you, if anybody's listening from McClemmersville, I want you to write in and tell me about your town. Tell me 10 fun facts about McClemmersville, however you say it. Maybe that could be one of them. But it's like the closest they could get to that. I mean, at least they're in the ballpark. I mean, the South, you know, you would think they'd be able to get it down to the state, but they got the region right. So if somebody's going to call a drone strike on me, I, I don't know if it's going to work. Um, yeah, that's my two cents about that. But I was in Columbia, South Carolina, not McClemmersville, Tennessee. Anyway, 
And then, you know, 12 rolled by and I, I packed up my belongings and I, I headed out promptly at noon. I got all my money's worth down to the last second. And I, uh, oh, it's raining and it's storming and it's nonsense and it's this and it's that. And I said, you know what? I need a raincoat because I bought a raincoat maybe, oh, maybe two years ago. And it, it makes me look like I'm wearing a trash bag. So I needed the new one. I didn't like the one I had. So I said, you know, where's a good place to get that? It's one of my favorite stores in America. It's the Mast General Store. This place is great. They got flannels. They got jeans. They got shoes. They got knives. They got, you know, knickknacks. They got signs I could hang on my wall. I have one that says Bigfoot. And it says, don't stop believing in Bigfoot. This place is great. They sell everything, that I, you know, all, the, all that, like, outdoor stuff. All my outdoor where I go to this place. And they don't have one in Charleston, which really pisses me off. But they need one. Anyway, I go into the Mass General Store. And, you know, it's, it's made to look like this old-timey, you know, general store. They have the candy bins, you know, you can fill up on candy. And they sell those toys that you get at Cracker Barrel. It's like a, it's like a Cracker Barrel store without the, you know, the crappy breakfast food attached to it. But... And it has been nicer bathrooms, I'll tell you that. Cracker Barrel bathrooms. I mean, that's like that's like a damn biohazard. But anyway, um, anyway, so I'm walking through the Mass General Store, and I notice that there's an excessive amount of creaking on the floors. I said, you know, this is really odd. I'm just, you know, you can ship your weight. I can't make a sound, but I'm gonna try. It's like, it's like, okay, you know what? Something's not right here. So I said, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. And I'm this is what I do, by the way, whenever I'm like have time to kill in the city. I just walk around and I make nonsense observations and then I bring up trivial subjects with strangers. And it's my idea of fun. That's how I enjoy myself when I have time to kill in the city. I just walk around, walking around. This is what I'm saying to you. Walking around. You learn so much just by walking and keeping your eyes open and no talking. Just walk around unless you want to point something out, which is what I did. And so I walk up There's some girl at the register. I said, hey, hello. Uh, yes. How, how are you doing? She said, I'm fine. I said, great. I said, you know, I, I have a question for you. She said, what is it? I said, you know, these floors are, they are excessively creaky. And I, I love it. I think it's great. But uh, come on. I'm from Charleston. You know, we have 300-year-old buildings. No floor creaks this much. Do you, and I said, you, you guys make it seem like it's creaky to have, you know, it adds to the whole aesthetic. And she's like, she looks around and she's like, yeah, we do. And I said, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I said, see, I outsmarted the Mass General Store. I'm always thinking. And then she looked at me like I have four heads and I just continued to walk. And then I went downstairs and I, I bought my raincoat. I had the, it was a North Face. It's very nice. I've, I've been wearing it. It's great. And uh, anyway, so I said to the girl, I says, you know, I noticed that your floors are, Freaking. I wanted to see if she would also admit to it. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, I said, yeah, you know, uh, uh, it, it's they're, they're excessively creaky. Y'all did that on purpose. She's like, no, floors creak. I said, I said yeah. I, I'm, she's like, you know, when the floor's 100 years old, it creaks. I said, excuse me, but I, I'm from Charleston. I, you know, our buildings are 300 years old and they creak, but they don't creak like that. And she's like, well, you know, I guess this building just creaks more. I said, you can admit that you do it on purpose. I think it's great. I think it adds to the whole experience. And she wouldn't budge. 
This is like a trade secret. This is a trade secret. At the Mass General Store, they make their floors creaky on purpose. It's apparently it's top secret government information that they don't want you to know. But I figured it out because this is what I do. I get to the bottom of things like the fire on the side of the road, the Mass General Store, McCleversville, Tennessee, and the occupancy tax. This is what I do for you people. Don't ever say you learn nothing from this podcast, okay? You might, you know, 90% of it is BS, but you learned something today. Next time you go to a Mass General store, they got them a few places. Winston-Salem has one. Columbia has one. I, I, you know, we need one in Charleston. But anyway, um, I get done there. And my friend, he says, uh, I told him last night, I said, we'll meet him, we'll meet him for lunch. And so we meet. And it's raining. It's raining. So I drive over there. And I uh, went to Monterey's, which is a Mexican place that, uh, that you know, the college kids go to. And I had some nice queso and stuff. And, uh. And then, you know what I did? I walked around my old campus, my old stomping grounds. I graduated in May. I missed it there. I walked around, and I I parked next to my dorm because I knew I could go in there and go to the bathroom because that door's always open. You see, these are the this is the knowledge that you were saying. And so I went in there. I went to the bathroom. I bought a coffee from the coffee stand there. I have a great story about, maybe I told it on this, about iced coffee that happened at that stand, and maybe I'll tell it next time. Um. Anyway, uh, you know what? I'm going to forget. I'm going to tell you now. So that coffee stand, it was in the lobby of our dorm, right? Perfect, perfect scenario. You know, if you're studying, you go down, you get a coffee, come out. It wasn't 24 hours or anything, but it was open pretty late. I had a friend there. Her name was Tess. And Tess, uh, she worked there. She didn't like it if you called her Tessa. She was very adamant that her name was Tess. I said, okay, Tess. I go down there and I say, hey, Tess, how's it going? She's like, good, good, good. I said, I might get a coffee. It was, I remember it was the, I think it was the finale of Game of Thrones. Or maybe it was like the second to last episode. I don't know what it was. I was going over to watch it and had an exam the next day because I make great decisions. And uh, I was, I wanted to stay awake, right? So I said, you know, I'll go over to a friend's house to watch the Game of Thrones. And then, you know, I'm going to come back. I need some energy though. And she says, all right, I'll make you something. I said, really? And she's like, yeah, I'll make you something. And I don't know what she made. And my grandfather calls it mocha schmoka. She made me some mocha schmoka ice something or another, put all the milk in it. This is when I was still experimenting, trying to figure out what I liked. Something iced coffee with milk and chocolate and you know, all kinds of stuff. And I finished that thing. It's, it felt like I swallowed a bomb in my stomach. It was, it was the most, it completely wrecked my system. And then I was still tired. So I went to the, the library and that has a 24-hour Starbucks, right? I walk over there and I say, I'll take a hot coffee because I, you know, I was upset. I said, you know, maybe if I have some more, it'll be fine. Well, that was it. It was like, it was, it was, I was miserable. I, I couldn't sleep. My stomach was in pain. It was the most horrible night of my life, probably one of the worst. I mean, you couldn't see. I stayed awake the next day for 31 hours because, A, I couldn't sleep because, you know, I felt like I was going to explode. B, the caffeine was so much that it, I stayed awake like a, like a damn nut. And C, I had the exam the next day, so I had to stay awake. It was the last exam that day, and that was the day we moved out of my dorm, which took six hours for some unknown reason. And, you know, that's why, uh, that's why I don't particularly like iced coffee, because it messed up my whole thing, and I suffered for the next 36 hours because of it. So there you go. There's my reasoning. Also, the 
last season of the Game of Thrones sucked. I was still upset about that. But so I walked past there, right? I walked in through my campus, uh, had memories of my my horrible, horrible life scarring experience at that coffee stand. And I I walk around campus, of course it's like drizzling and raining and stuff. And I walk around, I go to the Russell House, where all the eateries were my freshman year. I walk down, all the way down. I, you know, I thought to myself, I said, you know what, I never thought that we'd be doing this walk voluntarily, but here I am. Walk down the horseshoe. If the weather had been nicer, there'd be more people around. And I could have I could have, you know, maybe I would have seen somebody I knew. That's a good thing when you look so young, people think you're a student still, so it's not that odd. Um, yeah, I'm walking around and I walked around there and then I had a voice lesson. I had a voice teacher, you know, Mr. Brunson, he's a fabulous man. He's, this guy is good. He taught me well. He's great to talk to. I, I always enjoyed seeing him. So we, he couldn't see me till six that night. So I, I hung around that day around town. I did all the stuff I just told you about. We had a great lesson. I sang some Verdi. I sang some Mozart. I sang some Handel. Sang it all. Work. I'm going to start singing some more. We're going to start doing more regular, you know, maybe virtual lessons or something. And yeah, I want to get back on my singing. I'm in a place now where I can, you know, I've settled on my job. I've settled on my business. I can start singing again, which is what I want to do. So we had a great lesson. It was so good to see him and his wife, Mary. It was fabulous. It was great. And, um, you know, when I started driving back home, it's it's late. It's storm. It's at night and it's, it's a downpour. It's a storm. The storm of storms. It was crazy. Thunder and lightning. It took me two and a half hours to get there. I told you, you know, maybe it'd take you an hour and 45 minutes. Two and a half. I'm going so slow because the rain is so much. I'm, I mean, you know, it's dangerous to go on the interstate and you're driving and there's lightning and thunder and this and that and hail and uh, frogs raining from the sky. And it's, it took me two and a half hours. It was a storm across the whole state. It lasted all day. It was like, it was crazy, but made it back safe. And that was my excursion. That was my little weekend up and back to old Columbia, my old stomping grounds. And well, that took me about a half hour to fill. So looky there, huh? Little, little tangents here and there, but I think I did pretty good. So this is going to do it for me. I'm headed to DC later this week. That should, that should net you some, uh, some good stories. And, uh, I think that's it for me today. So thank you for listening. Uh, tell your friends, share, like, subscribe, donate to my, you know, my retirement fund, whatever you want to do. And, uh, I'll see you next time. Okay. Thanks.